You're listening to App State Sports Weekly. Welcome to App State Sports Weekly. Alongside Pierre Banks, I'm Damian Banks. Ladies and gents, boys and girls, gather round. Because the Mountain Man and the Jag Man's in town. Yeah, Pierre, what's happening, bro? Truly blessed, big bro. It's so good to have you back, man. Like, you was down and out for a minute. But it's so good to hear you happy and healthy again. App State Nation, what's going on, man? It's been a while. We've missed you. We're sorry for the delay. Like my man Drake said, sorry for the wait. Yes, sir. 2019, who this? New year, new goals. App State Nation, we are back in the building. Like Pierre said, I've been kind of sickly lately, man. It's like I've been living at the urgent care, man. I, I had a bout of the flu. I got over the flu, got an upper respiratory infection. It's been kind of hectic health-wise for me in 2018, but you know what? The chapter has turned. It is now 2019. New year. Who this? Lega. So what you're saying is having a baby at the house is, is not good for your health? I'm spiritually, um, she's awesome for my health, but you know, Physically speaking, she is a walking bag of germs. <laughs> Anything that my daughter has or picks up from daycare, I'm going to get it. My wife's going to get it. We've all been sick. Man, on Christmas Day, I had a fever of 102.6. You were in town visiting family. I couldn't even see you because I was at home sick. You know, so I've just been going through it the last couple weeks, the last part of December. But again, like I said, it's 2019. New year. Who this? My goal for 2019 Eat Brussels sprouts two days out of the week. Brussels sprouts are are baby cabbages to me. I don't care what anybody says. They are baby cabbages. I love cabbage. Hence, I'm going to eat Brussels sprouts (laughs) two days out of the week. Man, you a trip, man. So, it's a new year. And then you got uh, almost brand new coaching staff for the App State Mountaineers football program. A star-studded cast. Nonetheless, too, Damien, Doug Gillen, director of Appalachian State Athletics, did a fantastic job of doing his homework and pulling in Eli Drinkwitz, or Coach Drink, as he goes by to be the next head coach of the App State Mountaineers. And he wasted no time bringing in a coaching staff that has so much experience, and not just at the collegiate level, I mean, at the professional level as well. Pierre, you're exactly right. As you all know, we haven't been on the air for quite some time. Been a lot of changes at the football offices of Appalachian State University. Man, just cue that boys to men music. How do I say goodbye? Yes, it's so hard to say goodbye to Coach Satterfield, but he's gone. He's he's moved his family on to di- to a different school. Insert Eli Drinkwitz or Coach T Drinkwitz, as I like to say. Because I'm going to buy you a drink. And Drinkwitz, he, he brings so, a wealth of experience at the Division I level, although he's so young, to Appalachian State University. He's also formulating his coaching staff as we speak. I think it's a great hire, Pierre. Offensively, he's a great offensive mind, young mind, going to do well offensively. Main thing, just keep that Appalachian State defense going, keep it humming. Appalachian State now is a perennial Sun Belt champ, if you have to call him that. Appalachian State has won the Sun Belt 
multiple years in a row. I know Coach Drinkwitz knows that tradition. He has a lot to live up to, and he's going to build on that tradition. I'm 100% sure of that. Yeah, I was looking at these coaching hires, and I was like, how in the world did Coach Drink coerce this type of coaching talent to come to the mountain? But you're right, man. App State has solidified themselves as a perennial power in the Sunbelt Conference. Only been in the conference five years, but they've already won three out of five conference championships. They've won four straight bowl games in as many years of eligibility. It's incredible that's how he got these very talented coaches to come to the mountain. And I'm not going to lie, man, the very first hire – I mean, it made my eyebrow raise like Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Ken Dorsey? I mean, this guy played at the University of Miami. I remember watching him as a young lad thinking, this may be the greatest college football team that I've ever seen in my life. He was a a two-time runner-up for the Heisman Trophy, most recently coming from FIU. Before that, he was down working with Cam Newton from 2013 to 2017 with the Carolina Panthers. A wealth of knowledge there. Also played for the San Francisco 49ers. What a hire. Yeah, man, like I said, offensively, Coach Drink was he knows what he's doing, hiring Ken Dorsey. And also, man, I'm always going to be a Ken Dorsey fan because he got highway robbed in college at, at Miami against Ohio State in the national championship game. But I digress. That was not pass interference. That's is totally ludicrous. But I digress. Great hire offensively with Ken Dorsey. Defensively, you bring in a Ted Roof. He's a vet and a national championship coach on the defensive side of the ball. So a lot of big things going on in the athletic department, mainly football for Appalachian State University. New hire. Who this? Let's all welcome Coach Eli Drinkwitz to the high country. Big round of applause for Coach Drinkwitz. And then you got Junior Adams, who I had the pleasure of meeting today. Very good guy. He's coming from Western Kentucky, where he was the offensive coordinator, wide receivers coach. And oddly enough, when I introduced myself to him, he said, oh, I coached against you before. Back in 2006, I was the coach for Montana State. We came here, lost in the playoff game, and we shared a moment, man. We talked about the turning point in that game where They tried a a reverse pass with their talented wide receiver. I was able to force him to get rid of the ball a lot sooner than he wanted, and Corey intercepted the ball, Corey Lynch, that is, and we was able to get that win, man. And it was just incredible the details that he remembered, not only about that play, but that entire game, man, as he turned around his office, looked out his window, and just reminisced, man. Already a ton of respect. I don't – I didn't grow up with any of these coaches, but from what I know about them, the – the little time I spent with them, very stand-up guys, man, from top to bottom. Yeah, Pia, very exciting times. Although, again, we had to say goodbye to Coach Satterfield and a lot of the staff and Coach Satterfield's family. You know, some certain things happen in life where you gotta you gotta make you gotta make changes. Changes have to be made. And Coach Satterfield did what was best for him and his family. Insert Coach Drinkwitz. So it's a big day at Appalachian State University. And Coach Drinkwitz is so young. He's going to bring that energy and, and, and that enthusiasm to the high country. So I don't think that App State is going to miss a beat. I was looking on Twitter today, and Brett McMurphy, formerly of ESPN, he had Appalachian State ranked in the, his final top 25. So 
Going into next season, man, App State is not gonna be it's not gonna be any drop off, I believe. And it's just very exciting times in Boone, North Carolina, if you're an Appalachian State alum and fan. Yeah, as you said, man, very young and talented coach and coach drink, and he's got a very talented and young group coming back. Remember, most of their starters were sophomores last year, so Coach Drink's eyes had to light up when that opportunity arose. He came into a very good situation. And I do want to point out this. App State really made their bones this year in the third phase of the game, the special teams unit, one of the tops in the country. And you thought when you lost Coach Stu Holt, who was the special teams coordinator, that the Mountaineers may drop off. But here comes Coach Drink. Yet again, with a fantastic hire and Eric Link. I mean, Louisiana Tech, where he's coming from, where he was the special teams coordinator, was neck and neck with App in the special teams category. Fantastic hire, man. I can't be more happy with the job that Coach Drink has done already. And again, hats off to AD Doug Gillen, who really did his thing to take the time, find the, the right candidate. And on paper, it looks like a fantastic coaching staff. Pierre, again, I'm excited. You know, I'm very excited. Sometimes you just have to 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 embrace it. And although, again, I'm sad to see Coach Satterfield go because he's an Appalachian State legend. He played at App State. He's coached at App State. He's brought hardware to the mountain. You know, it's it's Coach Drinkwitz's his time. And it's that time to, to be excited if you're an App State fan. Again, the coach, the hires that he's made thus far, big-time hires both offensively and defensively. Also, Coach Drink was kept some of the staff over from the from the past coaching era. And I believe you spoke with one of those staff members and one of your old teammates in DJ Smith. And to steal off my very talented brother, Damien, <laughs> that right there, ladies and gentlemen, is what we like to call one heck of a segue. Thank you so much, brother. I had a chance to sit down with my fraternity brother and a man that I'm so proud of, man, DJ Smith. He spent some time in the NFL after he left Appalachian State where we were teammates. He came in on the administrative side of things. He moved up to a quality control position and then a full-time position. And now staying in that full-time role, man, on Coach Drink's staff. So proud of this young man and, and very happy that he had a few minutes for me. Here's that interview with the outside linebackers coach, none other than App State's own DJ Smith. Pleased to be joined by outside linebackers coach, Mr. DJ Smith. DJ, appreciate the time today. I appreciate you having me on. So since you got here, man, you've, you've been in transition mode. You got here in administration role and moved more into a coaching role. But each and every year, things change. And now it's the big one. So how have things been affected on your end and then as a whole here in the program? Um, I think just to go back to like what you were saying in the beginning, everything has been a transition. Um, you know, with each year, just try to grow and learn and just develop under the coaches that I've been under and just try to get better every year. And then with that, you know, with the guys grace just been able to move up each year you guys had a heck of a season last year you match your highest win total since 2015 you win the inaugural sunbelt championship game which gave you your third straight conference championship and then you win your fourth straight bowl game in as many years of eligibility and a lot of that success can be attributed to the play of the anchors and the dogs how do you evaluate looking back now the performance of your group heading out of 2018 
Um, when I look back on it, it's it's an overall totality of the entire defense and of the entire team. It's not just one position group. It's everybody working together to come for the common goal, and that's to be Sun Belt champs and um, win our bowl game. And we've been able, been very fortunate, and very blessed in the past four years to be able to do so. Now you're working with almost an entirely new staff now, and I know for myself and you, we played together here. We knew a lot of those coaches that were on this staff. A lot of the system tweaks here and there, but more or less had been the same for some time now. How are things changing? And and more importantly, how is the culture different from when it was just a couple of months ago? Um, things these the guys that have come in, they they've been great. Um, they're very pros, pros, um, very professional. Um, the transition is, is has been really smooth so far, and it's going to be on the up and up from here on out. Um, change doesn't necessarily mean a bad thing. Um, the guys that, like I said earlier, the guys that have coming in, um, they're going to keep the culture going. We're all going to keep the culture going, and it's up to everybody in this room. The guys that were retained, the guy, the new guys coming in, we're going to work together and we're going to get on the same page and we're just going to keep going forward. A lot of times when you have transition like this, people look to recruiting to see how that's affected. Now, with the early signing period, you guys inked nine for the 2019 year. Was your recruiting affected at all? And if so, you know what? Was it a positive change or negative? Um, you know, with any time you have change, you know, a couple of kids here and there, you know, just on the fence a little bit about, you know, the new staff coming in. Um, but, you know, a lot of our recruits, we um, they stuck with us. Um, you know, we got Coach Drinkwitz uh, on the phone with them, and, you know, we've been recruiting throughout this whole entire time. And I would say uh, things have kind of been steady. Um, things are going to pick up here in the next couple of weeks. Um, so, I mean, I think it's been real positive. You got a brand new defensive coordinator and just named this past weekend and Ted Roof who has a wealth of experience all over the country as a defensive coordinator and even a head coach at Duke. What will change, if anything, about the defense and the style of play here at App State? Um, to, to go back to like you alluded to, uh, Coach Roof, I mean, he knows a lot of ball. He's, he's a great man, um, great leader. Um, I'm blessed to be working with him. Um, I'm excited about the upcoming season to be able to work with him and that defensive staff and us as a whole to be able to get things on the same page and, and keep the success going. Um, I'm not sure right now what we'll be running, but uh, you know we'll have those meetings here in the coming days about the scheme and how we're going to approach on this season coming forward. DJ, we appreciate the time, man. I appreciate you having me on. Thank you. Very sharp dude, man. I, like I said, I can't be more proud of that guy, man. Like I remember when he first came to campus, man, and you know just talking to him, sitting down with him. I was impressed with him back then, but now it's just seeing the growth seeing the maturity and how complete he's become as not only a coach, but as a, a man, a family man, can't be more ecstatic for DJ Smith and the direction that he's going. And he's going to play a pivotal role in being able to help Coach Drink not only set the tone and be able to implement Coach Drink team culture, but to be able to, to speak to what culture is already here on the mountain, that winning culture that has saw them win three straight Sun Belt titles. So very excited to see what the future holds, not only for this whole staff, man, but especially for coaches like DJ Smith, Justin Watts, Sean Clark, who are holdovers from what has been such a successful program over the past few years. Yes, sir. But I have to interject. You said my fraternity, brother, as if I am not a member of such fraternity as well. 
It's my quarterback. And if you guys do that, man, it's unfair. My bad, B. I, hey, listen, I'm hurt. I meant my chapter, brother. Now, we all know that both of us are a part of the greatest fraternity on earth, Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity Incorporated. Shout to the good bros. Yes, sir. But that's my chapter, brother, the vicious Samu's on DJ Smith. Yeah, Pierre, I know it had to be a fun time interviewing Coach Smith. You guys played together at App, so you guys have that history. Just seeing each other grow up as men had to be something, you know, something special for you to sit down with him. And, you know, it's good for Coach Drink to, to keep some of the staff over people and coaches who are familiar with the program, familiar with the tradition, familiar with the area in general. And I think it's a great hire by Coach Drink to keep Coach Smith on. And, you know, sky's the limit for him. He's young in the coaching community and he's going to do great things at, at App State and beyond. Going to be a fun spring. Excited to see what this coaching staff and not only them, but this talented group of student athletes will do. Coach Drink already talking about having a spring game. That's a, a added ring going to be fun to wait and see. That's going to do it for the first segment of today's show. Going to take a quick break, but when we get back, we'll take a look at the Mountaineer scoreboard, and then Damien will do us the honors and take us around the state. All that and more right here on the official podcast of Appalachian State Athletics, App State Sports Weekly. What's up, App Nation? Braxton Critcher here, host of The Warm-Up on WATA. That's AM 1450 and 96.5 on the FM. And my co-host is Pierre Banks. Each week, we dive into the hot topics of Mountaineer sports, welcome in the biggest names and players, and unlike this podcast, we expose some of Pierre's weaknesses. It's each Saturday morning at 9 o'clock on WATA 96.5 FM. And you can also check out the podcast. Share it to our Twitter each week. It's at WATA warm-up. And we are back on App State Sports Weekly. You know what time it is. You know how we do. Don't act brand new. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Sports by Damien. That's S-P-O-R-T-S B-Y-D-A-I-M-E-O-N And you can follow me at Pierre M. Banks. And right about now, it's about that time to take a look at the Mountaineer scoreboard. Starting off with the wrestling program, John Mark Bentley took his team down to Chattanooga, Tennessee to compete in the Southern Scuffle. They competed very, very well. Three Mountaineers actually medaled. Randall Diaby took seventh place in 197 pound weight class. Alan Clothier took seventh place in the 184 pound weight class. And then Matt Zovostowski took eighth in the 149 pound weight class taking a look at men's basketball they had a tough week they had a, a big time road trip to open up the Sun Belt season started out at South Alabama dropped a very very tight one 79 to 73 on Thursday and then on Saturday even tighter dropping that one 89 to 85 at Troy women's basketball man they are leaps and bounds better than last year shouts out to Angel Elderkin and her crew. They started off the week against an 11-0 South Alabama team on Thursday at the Holmes Convocation Center. The Mountaineers knocked off the then unbeaten Jaguars 71-63. Lanny Gosnell led the Mountaineers with 18-7 and then missed do-it-all. Priest Stanley had 17 
and six in that one. Then on Saturday, they took on another very good ball club in Troy at the Holmes Convocation Center. Troy only with two losses on the season. Mountaineers dropped that one 83 to 72. And that's going to do it this week for the Mountaineer scoreboard. But Damien, I got to say, man, women's basketball, just watching them from, from last year to this year, I was blessed enough to do color commentary for most of their games last year. And I've done it for a lot of their games this year. And I'm telling you, man, they are just so much better. They have so much more depth. They are able to move the ball more consistently. They're able to to have more court vision with Ashley Polachek. They're able to have more defense with Tierra Wilson coming off the bench. Pre Stanley continuing to do her thing. We all know what Bailey Plummer is going to do. And then Maya Calder, she is my favorite player at any level of basketball, men's or women. She just continues to grow, continues to get better and continues to make a huge impact on this team. Pierre, I'm so happy for the women's basketball program. They're, like you said, the improvement is marketed. You can see it on the basketball court. You know who I love. I love Bailey Plummer, double-double machine. Love the guard combination of Priest Stanley, Tierra Wilson, Nicola Matthews. Like, they have guard play. So, you know in college basketball, if you got good guard play, you're going to be in every game with the potential to win those games. But Bailey Plummer controlling the middle of the court, the the, the atmosphere in the Holmes Convocation Center is rocking when the girls are playing. And and the, the foundation for a great program has been built. She's got to turn it into wins, and they're doing it so far this season. Really happy for the App State women's basketball program. Not only that, but the men, they've had their struggles on the road this year. They hadn't quite been able to get over that hump to get their first road win of the season. But they are still undefeated at home in the Holmes Convocation Center. And they've got a couple of big-time matchups this week trying to get back even in Sunbelt play, trying to draw even at 2-2. Two and two. They've got the Texas schools. You got UT Arlington coming in here on Thursday and then Texas State coming in on Saturday. Those are two huge games for the Mountaineers. They've been lights out at home. I don't expect anything less this week and expect for Jim Fox and his bunch to be revved up, ready to play, and have a great showing. Yeah, Jim Fox's squad, they have talent. Just got to put it together and let that translate into wins. You know, I love my man Ryan Shad Shabazz. Has one of the best names in college basketball. Just got to turn that effort into wins. Have to get over that, that road hump as well. As we were talking about off the air, man, We, you know, I think it's mental. You think it's mental. Once you get that road victory and things will snowball and the season will turn around. But I got the utmost confidence in Coach Fox and his squad. They're going to get things turned around this season. Absolutely. And and now, please, sir, please do us the pleasure of taking us around the state. Yes, sir. We had four teams from the state of North Carolina competing in bowl games in college football. Of course, your Appalachian State Mountaineers knocked off Middle Tennessee State 45-13 to claim the RL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Wake Forest were bowl winners as well, knocking off Memphis 37-34 in the Jared Birmingham Bowl. The Duke Blue Devils blasted Temple in the Walk-Ons Independence Bowl by the 56-27 score. And after the bowl game, Duke's junior quarterback Daniel Jones declared for the NFL Draft. NC State, they got hammered handled by Texas A&M and the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl by the score of 52-13. to So all the schools in North Carolina's season's 
for football are officially over. It is officially basketball season. And last week, we're going to start off with the Wake Forest Demon Deacons, who topped Cornell 63-61, 23 points, 15 rebounds for Jalen Horde and the win for the Demon Deacons. UNC also took care of visiting Harvard last week, 77-57. Luke May, 14.7 rebounds for the Tar Heels and the win. Last Thursday, 15th-ranked NC State was on the road at Miami, erasing a 10-point second-half deficit led by Markel Johnson's 20 points and 5 assists in an 87-82 Wolfpack victory. The NC State Wolfpack are now 13-1 on the season and will face the UNC Tar Heels tonight at PNC Arena, 9 p.m. ESPN. On Saturday, number 12, UNC, they were in action. ACC opener on the road at Pitt. The Tar Heels had little trouble knocking off the Panthers by the 85-60 score. Freshman Kobe White led all scores with 22 points and 5 assists. The Tar Heels are 11-3. Again, tonight, PNC Arena, ESPN, 9 p.m. The 12th-ranked Tar Heels visit the 15th-ranked NC State Wolfpack. Big-time matchup in ACC country. Lastly, for men's basketball, number one-ranked Duke played this past weekend at Cameron Indoor Stadium hosting Clemson. Freshman phenom Zion Williamson scored 25 points to go along with 10 rebounds and an 87-68 Duke win. Duke is now 12-1 on the season. Ironically, Duke also plays tonight. They play at Wake Forest at 7 p.m. on ESPN. So again, big ACC basketball tonight. 7 p.m. number one ranked Duke at Wake Forest and at 9 p.m. number 12 UNC at number 15 NC State. It's a great time to be alive in Tobacco Road. And that was our whip around the state. Thank you so much, Damien. And thank you so much, App State Nation, for joining us each and every week right here on AppStateSports.com. We miss you so much over the break. Time to get back to business. We'll be here every Tuesday right here on AppStateSports.com. Yes, you heard it right. Every Tuesday changing from Mondays. But as always, we appreciate and love each and every last one of you. For my big bro, Damien, I'm Pierre. We'll holler at you. We gone.